Hi guys, welcome back to the show. On today's episode, we are going to talk about four food-related toxins to avoid, mainly BPA, pesticides, food dyes, and heavy metals. Before we start the episode, I want to remind you that I have a free Facebook community and it's meant for women like you who are either struggling with trying to figure out how to make health a priority in your life or you're somebody who health is a priority and you need some continued support. It's a totally free community and I would love to see you over there. Whole Health Empowerment Project on Facebook. Now back to the show. So the first four of the four food-related toxins that we're going to talk about today is BPA. So what is BPA? Mayo Clinic defines BPA as an industrial chemical that is used to make certain uh, plastics. So these are typically things that are part of like... um, like plastics, like food and beverages containers. So I feel like that would be like some of your takeout containers that you get. Water bottles are are a big one. Um, Also, there is BPA in any of the different um, like metal products, like food cans. You can also find BPA in there. A way that you know if you're using something that has BPA is that if you look at the bottom of the recycle code, there the number of of something that could potentially contain BPA is typically has a code of number three or number seven. So it's not saying that it for sure has BPA in it, but that's kind of the things that you're, that you're thinking about or would potentially have BPA in it. Why BPA is something that we want to try to minimize is that in adults, it's been suggested that there may be a link related to diabetes risk, heart disease risk, or even high blood pressure risk when the, you know, when it's, when it's something that that's consumed in infants, we know that having some kind of exposure may lead to some health effect on the infant's brain or prostate or something like that. So I don't know that there's a lot of research to, to hundred percent support it, but there is some research that suggests trying to minimize the amount that you're, that you're consuming. So what are some of the things that you can do to reduce your risk of exposure and your family's risk of exposure to BPA? Well, first I would say choose any BPA free canned goods or products that you can do. So trying to minimize the amount of, um, plastic, you know, containers that you're getting from takeout places and water bottles and trying not to reuse those. The other thing is that, you know, look at the bottom of the label and see if you're, what your household items that you are currently using have BPA in them. So look at the plastic water bottles and look at some of those things and see if they have the number three or seven on them at the bottom on the recycle code and see if maybe that's something that you need to have or that maybe you can start minimizing and and decreasing the amount that you're consuming. Another way would be to try to keep any of those plastic containers out of the dishwasher or the microwave. So I think a lot of times with those, especially takeout plastic containers that may have BPA in them, it's really easy and I do it sometimes too where I'm reheating my food in those containers. But the concern is, is that with heat, the BPA that's in the containers actually leaches up into the food with the heat. And so then as you're heating it up, you're getting some BPA from the, um, into the food because of the heat that's, 
that's releasing the BPA in the containers. So if you can try to heat those things up in like in anything else, like, you know, even like a glass container or on some kind of a plate rather than in the actual takeout container that may in fact have BPA in it. And then avoid putting that stuff in the dishwasher too, because you know, none of that, all of that, like that heat exposure is going to potentially release any of the BPA that's in the product. When it comes to containers, I would probably try to look for things that are glass or porcelain or stainless steel, something like that when it comes to any containers or water bottles, which are more likely to not have BPA in them. The next thing we're going to talk about are pesticides. So pesticides are something that I think comes into play when it comes to our fruits and veggies. It's really important to have fruits and veggies as part of our daily intake and I would hesitate for you to avoid fruits and veggies because of the pesticide risk because most people typically aren't consuming enough fruits and vegetables in our Western diet. Most people um, are consuming probably even under two and you know under two a day if that. And so it's not to minimize the exposure of it, but me- really focusing on the big picture of minimizing the risk of pesticide intake that you're getting when it comes to fruits and veggies when probably one of the easiest things to do is make sure that you are removing pesticides by washing your produce under running water, right? So anything you eat, most of those things are going to probably have some kind of pesticide residue on there. There is a list, and we'll talk about this next week, about like the different foods that have the most pesticides in them. And that is usually called like the dirty dozen. And so when it comes to pesticides, I would focus on, you know, if you need to and you can afford to, buying organic for those foods that are particularly harmful when it comes to pesticide intake. You know, when it comes to the dirty dozen, it usually is these fruits or veggies that are that don't have a skin in them and They've done research and these particular fruits and veggies may have more um, pesticides on them. And so buying organic may be a way to reduce the intake that you're getting of pesticides on them. And again, we'll talk more in detail about this next week. But when it comes to the Dirty Dozen, we're talking about, um, you know, a few to name are like things like strawberries and spinach and any kind of like kale or nectarines or peaches or... I think another one is is like cherries, things like that. So things that are like exposed, like the skin is exposed and, and we're eating them. So, you know, if you can afford to do organic for these things, you know, that that's always an option. But if you cannot afford that, really just making sure that you're washing under, you know, with water, trying to get any of the pesticide residue that's off of it so that you are not consuming them. And again, next week we'll do an episode on organic and what you know just kind of like the basis of organic and what is something that to consider in terms of organic fruits and veggies and things that maybe you don't need to buy organic fruits and veggies because maybe you can't afford to number three is food dyes so food dyes is something that i feel like we hear a lot about with kids and you know different behaviors with kids when they consume too many food dyes so when it comes to food dyes we are trying to limit the amount that you're that you're consuming typically you know 
it's not like it may be really hard to avoid food dyes altogether but trying to limit the amount that you're consuming typically foods that are like um like ultra processed are foods that in general we want to probably minimize because there's lots of health consequences to eating a lot of high processed foods but one of the health consequences is that it also has a lot of food dye in it and we think that food dyes have been linked to a, a variation of health um, of health concerns. So when it comes to food dyes, try to look for foods with like natural dyes in them, like fruit and veggies, extracts, and things like that, as opposed to having something that's you know from a processed food that is going to be linked to any like either behavior changes in kids or any health related changes in kids. And emphasize like any of the like that you know just balancing it so it's not to you know if you're if you feel like that you can't avoid it then just minimizing the amount that you're consuming and a way to do that would be to try to limit the amount of overly processed foods that you're consuming and the last thing we're going to talk about today is heavy metals so when we're talking about heavy metals we are talking about i think the big one that most of us will talk about is just basically like um the mercury content when it comes to food and and in particular fish so we know that even at low levels of exposure these heavy metals are associated with damage to our body i think the thing that we all think about the most is women of childbearing age and trying to make sure especially if the woman is pregnant to minimize how much how much of the heavy metals they're consuming because it takes a long time for these heavy metals to leave our body. So if you have a fetus in there and you are consuming a high intake of heavy metals, it's hard for all of those toxins to get out of the body in just a nine month period um, for your little fetus. So typically during pregnancy, you know, we say to consume you know, some of the fatty fishes that have mercury in them, but at a much lower level than you would do if you weren't pregnant. So heavy metals are typically found in fish. Um, and the highest mercury fish are typically things like, um, swordfish or those like big eye tunas or shark or marlin or any of the king mackerel. So they tend to be fishes that are, um, that are really big and that tend to hold that can hold they live a long time so they can hold mercury in them for a longer period of time and another way that we're talking about heavy metals here is in some of the rice products that you consume so reduce any of the amount of arsenic that you may find in rice by really rinsing the dry rice multiple times before you consume it and cooking it in a large like water ratio so if it's a if you're having a lot of rice that you want the water content to be larger than the white than the rice so you can decrease any of the heavy metals that are in the rice so i hope that this helps and this wraps up our food related toxins to avoid and the ones that we talked about were bpa pesticides food dyes and heavy metals Next week, we will spend some time talking more about organic food and pesticides. And if you have any questions about that, please feel free to email me at info at I also have a handout that has all of this information in it, and it's completely free. If you want it, you can hop over to my Facebook group, or you can just email me at Trisha at 
actually that's not where you're going to email me you're going to email me at info at trishard.com I don't need anything from you I'll be I'll be more than happy to send it to you just so that you can have the information and the knowledge okay so I'll see you guys back here next week thank you so much for listening this week and have a great week and be kind to yourself bye-bye